0: Another episode of Podcasters of Shield, Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back talking Luke Cage, season two on Netflix, episodes three and four. Uh, before we actually get talking about this, Aurora, I by like pure happenstance caught an interview with the showrunner, okay, um, for Luke Cage, and. Everything made sense. Everything clicked together like Legos and stuff, listening to this guy talk. Because I didn't really know anything about him, but he, before he got into television, he was um, writing about music. There we go. He was like a you know, a reviewer or writer about music news. And I
1: thought you were going to say that he was a music video producer.
0: (laughs) I mean, maybe, (laughs) maybe he's done that as well. Because it
1: would make sense too. Yeah.
0: He, he talked at great length about how important music is to him and Mm -hmm. putting the show together. He's, and this is something I did not know either, but apparently every single episode title is a song uh, title that is on his iPhone. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he and and basically he talks about outlining the season by, um, you know, including like the song titles and thinking of the music that he wants to use mm-hmm. and then sort of works backwards from there and builds the story around all of that stuff. So the heavy musical influence in all of these episodes, it makes perfect sense.
1: Nice. Uh, and I love it. Yeah, so, it, it works yeah.
0: really well. <laughs> oh, there's actually
1: I, been a couple of songs in this show that I've downloaded, like I actually really? look for them <laughs> Yes,
0: that's awesome um, now, he kind of semi spoiled some stuff for me he didn't, he didn't spoil any plot details, but he spoiled some stuff that's going to happen in the show as it pertains to characters who show up, but he didn't say what those characters do specifically in the show, or how they tie in to the Overall plot of the show, hmm. but he did note that they get to he got to play with Iron Fist on the show. Okay, and since I mean we saw
1: a hint of it in the in the episode four.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, since it's his it's since it's his show, he basically kind of he said he retooled the character a little bit and the guy he was talking with made it sound like it's the best version of the character we've seen. Good. So, <laughs> uh,
1: and I, he's mean, kinda, I agree that that character needs a rework.
0: Right. So. And he's kind of, and he's kind of there to, um, help recenter Luke Good. because Luke needs centering. Yeah. he's, he's, out of control a little bit.
1: Yeah. He's a, a bit all over the place. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, let's talk about it. Cause we see more of it in this, or epi- uh, in these episodes, uh, season two, episode three called wig out. So it starts right where we left off with episode two, uh, where Luke is tipped off. That cockroach is beating his partner and son. And he goes to the apartment and severely beats him. Uh, a horrified Claire shows up uh, and she calls Misty who lets Luke leave the scene before her rival detective, Nandy Tyler, uh, as well as Tyler's partner, Mark Bailey, arrive. Uh, by the way, we, <laughs> I, they won't mention it here, but we learned something about Tyler and Bailey, and I think it's that they like to unwind by singing show tunes.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a little bit weird. It's
0: super weird. <laughs> but whatever. Um, I mean, you know. Uh, I
1: guess everybody uh, copes with stress differently.
0: <laughs> sure. Uh, Misty is later reprimanded for this, but riddenauer explains that he cannot suspend her due to her status with the department as a disabled hero. Knight later practices fighting with one arm and lets out some frustration with Colleen Wayne! I mean, this was the the best stuff.
1: That, yes, that was the best thing about the episode.
0: Colleen is like teaching her how to fight with one arm, essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I believe it's in this episode where they... Is it in this episode where they go to the bar? Yes. And they're just having some drinks. And a guy comes up and hits on Misty and Colleen. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of joking about it. And the guy does not take the rejection well. And But
1: he also brings up, you know, like Misty put a friend of his in jail or in something jail, like that. jail, Yes. Yeah.
0: And wants some payback and Misty starts fighting them, and I expect Colleen to get up and start fighting right along with her, but she doesn't. Mm -hmm. Because Colleen is her teacher and Misty has to learn how to handle herself.
1: Yeah. And Misty got some hits.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, there's this great moment where she tries to do like a combination and she, you know, moves her arm, but there's no arm there.
1: Right. And then she's like,
0: shit. But then she figures it out. Uh, and then Colleen jumps in when a dude breaks a bottle and wants mm-hmm. to go after her, and then she, they kick the shit out of everybody together, and then they just leave like best friends. Yes. And My third was...
1: part about that scene was oh. the bartender didn't do anything.
0: No! <laughs> he didn't was
1: like, another day at
0: the bar. Yeah, another day, another dollar. <laughs> uh, but, God, yeah, them beating up all those dudes and then just leaving like best friends... It was amazing. It was the best thing in this episode. It was awesome. Uh, With El Rey dead and Cockroach in the hospital, Shades returns to Garrison, but finds Bushmaster instead, who is more than willing to pay Dillard the money, uh, including also the head of Garrison as well. Uh, He's dead. Bushmaster is in charge now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cage later arrives looking for garrison, fights several gang members who are armed with different weapons. Bushmaster uh, secretly films this and trains in front of the footage, trying to Mm -hmm. learn Luke's moves. Uh, After meeting with Lucas, Claire confronts uh, Luke about his anger, and he lashes out at her, punches a hole in the wall, and she asks him to leave when Luke runs into bushmaster and but when we say runs into bushmaster we mean like his <laughs> feet and fists. Yes. And he blacks out. Uh so what did you think of episode three?
1: Um I like I like we were saying, I, I love this episode mainly because we saw Colleen and Misty mm-hmm. together. Um but I also like the scene where um uh, Luke is fighting all those people uh that Bushmaster is Yeah, sending. I love um, that because they're all, like, putting a lot of effort, and he's just, like, pushing them.
0: <laughs> yes. Like, <they're laughs> on they <hitting>, face. <laughs> they're hitting him with bats and chains, and, like, you know, none of this is working. None of it. I love when they're hitting him with bats, too, because it makes that conk sound, but yes. it, like, it does nothing. Yeah.
1: And you see his face, like, are you serious? <laughs>
0: yeah. It reminds me of, like, if I take, like, a two-liter bottle and, like, bop my seven-year-old on the head with it. It's mm-hmm. like that. It just goes, dunk and, like... But there's no damage. Right. Um, <laughs> he, um, yeah, I, like, one of them, I mean, they start to get serious. Some of them start shooting. But, you know, I don't even get it. Like, this is the age old. I I know you just, this is one of those things that you just got to, like, set it and forget it. Because it's one of those age old things. Of, like, why do people still try to do crime around Supergirl or I, Superman? Yeah, yeah. Like, why yeah. do people keep trying to shoot Luke Cage? Yeah, he's bulletproof. Um, anyway, one of them decides to toss a grenade at him, and he just catches it, and then just cups it in his hands, and it just it was
1: amazing. Poofs. Yes.
0: Um. Yeah, that was a great scene.
1: I mean, but I think that in this case, they were not attacking him, thinking that they were going to uh, defeat him. I think mm. the whole idea was that oh, yeah, Bushmaster yeah, yeah. wanted to see his how he fought. Yes. Yeah.
0: That makes perfect sense, and I don't know why I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> I just literally said. But
1: we still see other, other people try to get him down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, they were trying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was not. It was not working. Uh, Bushmaster basically sacrificed all those guys. Yeah. Uh, just uh, to get some training footage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, essentially. But yeah, I loved it. Um, I, there was another great scene with Claire and uh, Luke's. Father,
1: oh yes! Yeah. Oh
0: my goodness! Um, it was it was tremendous, mm-hmm. and you know, once again, she's just trying to find. You know, she knows Luke needs some help. That he's, right. you know, he can't control these feelings, or he's struggling to, and it boils over here. Were you shocked? I was pretty shocked. When he got, like, mad at her and then, like, yeah. punched the hole in the wall. And yeah. that that scene was tremendous.
1: That scene was amazing. And I liked the whole dialogue before he punched the wall. Like, you know, he's talking to her about, you know, I'm a black man in a hoodie. Like, um, you know, talking about, you know, the racial aspects mm-hmm. of him being a superhero. Um, and then she, you know, fights back with, I'm, I'm black and Cuban. Like, you know, I also have...
0: And a struggles woman. Struggles
1: as well. And a woman, yeah. Um, and he, she talks about her family and the struggles her family have, have had as well. I loved all of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, it was
1: so raw and great. They both acted really well. She
0: needs an award just for this scene. Because oh, when he yes. punches the hole in the wall, and she's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, look. This is like the family that I came from, mm-hmm. and I swore never again would I put myself in this situation and she did not i don't know if she's drawing from personal experience here or if rosario dawson is just amazing which she is but i don't yep. know if she's drawing from personal experience here this did not it i did not get the sense that she was reading scripted lines no it felt it, so
1: raw. it felt it was... like
0: two people talking for real about a real yeah. thing that happened yes and it's one of those moments where it's like ah oh, It just, it nailed it. 100% absolutely perfect.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And I also, I also, you know, if we look at the message of that scene, right? Like I love the message as well of, you know, she loves him. She really loves him. They love each other, but he did something that was not okay. And she made sure to tell him and say, you know what? No, I need space. This is Mm. not acceptable. I think that's a good message as well. Yeah. To put out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's boiling over. And a guy like him, who has superhuman ability and strength, you know, even if you don't mean to.
1: He could, yeah. uh,
0: You know, and they can get into a shouting match, and he could give her a gentle shove. But for him, a gentle shove could push her out a window. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah,
1: and it scared me a little bit that he said after he punched the wall and she's crying and she's like i need space yeah. he says i will never hurt you yeah. and i was like is this premonition is this I something not. i hope not because i hope that claire yeah. stays forever look. in this
0: yeah. Marvel I mean, show and look luke luke is a luke is a good guy and we know that he is but he is. He's yes. just he's troubled at the moment I can't imagine if anything ever happened to Claire it would be accidental. It wouldn't be on purpose, right, at least. Right, so. right.
1: But it just felt like a permanent. It, it felt like we're, we're looking ahead. when mm-hmm. The way he said it, no, I was I like, not. oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bad things better not happen. Yeah. But uh, Who knows? I don't want to think about it too much. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on episode three? Or if not, what would you give it?
1: Um, I'm going to give it a 4.5.
0: Read my mind. Yep. Yeah, four and a half as well. This was a super episode with a great performance. Mm-hmm. Look, if everything in this episode had been as amazing as Rosario Dawson's performance yes. at the end here, this would have been like a five and a half or something. Uh, yeah,
1: a hundred percent. Yeah,
0: yep. she was amazing and ran away with it. Uh, I mean, this whole dude, this whole episode was lady centric because the best mm-hmm. parts were Rosario Dawson, and then of course the stuff with Misty Knight and Colleen were. Yeah, yeah. uh, oh, so much fun. It was, it was like the best of both worlds. You got like an amazing dramatic performance, but you also got a really awesome kick-ass fight scene too. So
1: Right, right.
0: Uh, before we talk about the next episode, uh, thank you to the sponsors for this week's episode of the podcast, Adam Tickets. Head on over to cinemageekly.com slash Tickets, or click the link at the top of the page uh, over at cinemageekly.com. Go see some movies this week uh, because this is the Marvel podcast, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, mm-hmm. it's out there. I think it did okay for its first weekend. I know it's, it's definitely not one of those like two or $300 million budgeted movies. <laughs> right.
1: It's not Infinity War.
0: No. So <laughs> I think it did well. Like I think it did 70 or 80 million its opening weekend, which seems low for a Marvel movie, but this is mm. one of their lower budgeted, uh, superhero epics. So it right. seems and it's it doesn't seem right to say superhero epics, but um <laughs> you know and to say low budgeted but it for them it's low budgeted uh, but there's other stuff opening uh the rock is doing die hard uh this his skyscraper movie is opening uh or it's already opened uh have you seen have you seen this rock is basically like a one legged uh war veteran whose family is trapped in a high rise what? uh with like terrorists in between him and his family and what? the rock has to yeah <laughs> you didn't hear about this <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh and the rock basically has to like with essentially one like he, he also has a like a a fake leg like a metal leg um but he basically has to like be John McClane and like die hard his way up to his family and stuff huh yeah, that's in theater. I mean, it's The Rock, so I'm sure his charisma and stuff will...
1: Of course. ...carry yeah. the
0: movie. Um, but stuff you can pre-order tickets for right now. Um, Mission Impossible Fallout. And, mm-hmm. uh... Well, this one this one I'm going to see kind of regardless. Disney's Christopher Robin with Ewan yeah. McGregor. Because uh, I still haven't grown out of liking Winnie the Pooh and his friends. And, uh... <laughs> This basically sounds like, um, what's the movie I'm thinking of? Like Hook? Is Hook yeah, the yeah, one yeah. where Robin Williams is like a grown up Peter Pan? Yes. Yeah, this is essentially Hook, but with Winnie the Pooh. So, uh, I'm, I'm probably all in for that. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but, um, you could do it. And I'm being, and somebody is pointing right now also, yes, the first Purge. Oh, <laughs> yeah. in theaters. I watched the first two Purges, but, um, I, I didn't watch anything. bad. I think this is like the fourth Purge movie. So I
1: think so, yeah. You know
0: what? That's a good segue, Aurora. Talking about the fourth Purge movie, the fourth episode <laughs> of Luke Cage Season 2. I'm sure people are happy that we've moved on from talking about uh, <laughs> movies. Uh, and back to the show at hand here. Uh, season 2, Episode 4. I get physical. Let's talk about it. Uh, so we pick up right where we left off. Bushmaster knocking Luke Cage on his ass and in fancy style as mm-hmm. well. He does some crazy flip kick and everything. Yeah. Uh, the footage of the fight spreads across the internet. Seeing this and recognizing Bushmaster, uh, Johnson begins investigating the ingredients that she sold him, which I don't know how well that's going to work out for Mariah's daughter. Mm. Uh, when Luke wakes up, he decides to further investigate the Jamaicans and returns to the site of his fight with the gang members along with Misty, who does a fine job of being a police officer here. <laughs> uh, they have to like break into a room and she's like, oh yeah, right. Uh, I think I hear someone yelling for help. Right. <laughs> have to, you have to dot all those eyes and cross all those T's. Uh, <laughs> they discover Garrison's headless body and Misty is able to talk to the owner of the building who grew up with Bushmaster, and explains that he intends to right the perceived wrongs committed against his parents. From evidence at the building, Luke visits Johnson, and she gives him some medicine to help with his concussion. Bushmaster visits Mariah and reveals that his ancestors were once in business with hers. Mm -hmm. Shades follows him back to a restaurant run by his acquaintances, while Shades' friend... Darius Jones, uh, who's been clashing with Mariah, is secretly reporting to Ridenour. Right. It sounds like he's an informant. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Luke's friend, Bobby Fish, leaves to serve as an organ donor for his sick daughter. And Luke is then served by a process server, a, a officer of the court. He's been... uh Sued? I don't know if he's being sued. I wonder who's suing him.
1: That's uh, that's that was the main question for me. I was like,
0: like "What's he th- being served for?" Yeah.
1: I mean, th- to be honest, the first person that came to mind was the woman he saved from cockroach.
0: Oh, maybe <laughs> because he destroyed her apartment. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> he's being taken to civil civil court or something, or yeah, you broke you broke my you broke my uh, my coffee table. Uh, yeah. You ruined a perfectly good couch. <laughs> uh, may, I mean, maybe it's cockroach that's suing him.
1: It could be too. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, Luke is not a police officer and he did go in there and just beat him up. So it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of episode four? Also, this I mean, is the episode where, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, but isn't this is also the episode where um, Misty gets left a gift yes. by Colleen, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And Danny,
0: and Danny, right? They sign a note together, and inside yeah. is a schematic for a metal arm.
1: Yes, awesome. Yes, right. that's what it, I was going to mention. That I, okay. I, I really like that. I knew it. I was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> she's going to look so badass.
0: It's a coming.
1: Oh my god, yeah. I, I can't wait. Um, but yeah, I mean, this episode felt a little bit slower than the one before Mm -hmm. um i mean obviously they're setting this up like luke is alone yeah claire left um i can't remember the the barbershop guy what's his name
0: uh bobby fish uh
1: he left yeah uh to give a kidney to her his daughter um, and then the the little, the teenager, the one that's always, always filming him yeah, is G- now like, I think. yeah, he's now like, kind of like, he's not on his side. A hundred percent. He's more he's on, of,
0: he's on the side of making that money. Right.
1: Right. So it feels, <laughs> yes. So it feels like Luke is alone. He's and being I isolated.
0: Think, yeah. Yes.
1: So it's, it's, they're setting him up for a fight.
0: Yeah, uh, something bad.
1: With Bushmaster. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, you're right. I didn't even think. I'd forgotten that, like, his friend is sort of like, oh shit, did you see Luke get knocked? Because he filmed it. Yeah. And he's like, everybody, you know, buy the footage of Luke Cage getting his ass kicked. And, yeah. Like, the idea that it was, like, played on, like, ESPN and, like, all this other <laughs> stuff. Like, it went viral. Yeah.
1: You and I, I, I thought that that was also kind of, like, sad that. He has helped Harlem so much. And as soon as someone knocks him down, everybody's like celebrating the fact that someone could knock down the cage.
0: They're like, oh shit. Yeah, this thing that you didn't think could happen. I mean, I think it's like a human. I think it's like a human condition type thing where Mm -hmm. not necessarily. I mean, some people will argue that we like to see the people on top get knocked down. Right. Even if they're people we like. Um, I don't know if I necessarily subscribe to that hundred percent, but the idea, I think it's the idea of seeing something you didn't think you could ever see mm-hmm. drives people's attention towards it. Um, I mean, and I know that's the truth. I know it's done it for me a bunch of times. Like you never thought you'd see this happen, but it's happening. And it's like, Oh, I got to right. see it. Right. Uh, I find it weirder that you've got Luke Cage, who is a super powered person, a superhero, and a guy who is a force for good. And then a dude shows up who is equally capable, seemingly, mm-hmm. and takes him down with little effort. Although you could argue that Luke was very distracted when this happened.
1: Right, right.
0: Shouldn't people be panicked? That's that's my point. Yeah, He's not I, a will good be, I will guy. be
1: freaking out.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, this guy is clearly not a good guy. Yeah. He just committed assault. On somebody who is minding their own business. You know, Luke yeah. Cage usually takes down criminals trying to clean up the streets. This guy just comes and assaults them, and people, all people can do is be like, oh, my God. That's yeah, even, so cool.
1: even, even the cops. Even the yeah. cops are happy that he got knocked down.
0: Yeah. It's like, no, this is bad. This is a bad guy <laughs> who will do bad things. Yeah,
1: the only one that's freaking out is Misty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she's the only smart one. Yeah. I why would you not be concerned that there's a there's a, essentially an evil loot cage out there who will do bad things? You can't yeah. stop the good guy from doing good things. How are you going to stop the bad guy from doing bad things? Right. <sighs> um There's something I need to also get out of the way because uh somebody had asked me questions about this. Uh not not about this episode in particular, but Ask me a couple of questions about this show and some other shows mm-hmm. um, that are Marvel shows. Mostly these questions tend to be, um, hey, how come you don't talk about uh, show X, Y, or Z? Because there are many Marvel shows out there. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's only Netflix shows and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, but there aren't. There's like four or five <laughs> other shows, mm-hmm. uh, and we don't talk about any of them. Uh, so I, w- I will talk about them briefly, because I, I have watched them all, mostly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I feel the same way you feel about this episode. It felt a little bit slower. Yeah. It it felt
1: like a setup, right? Like they're setting something up.
0: This is definitely more, um, this is definitely more of a straight up and down setup episode. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, just moving some pieces, um, doing things to make Luke more unstable and more isolated. Right. Um, his friends are leaving him for legitimate reasons some of which are unrelated to his exploits like bobby leaving to help his daughter Mm -hmm. uh and dw just you know trying to make a living so he's selling out luke to sell those bushmaster footage um but you know uh largely i I think it was that it was good Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but largely um it was uh to, to do that. I think the best yeah. scene probably in this episode was Bushmaster visiting Mariah, like their, um, yeah. their conversations and Elfre Woodard is always awesome. And I, you can just tell that they're building up for her to lose it again. Mm-hmm. Like when she lost it in season one of Luke Cage, it was incredible. It, yeah. She's amazing. I mean, she's I mean, amazing. She, no she called
1: what, him but... a bitch. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and he's got this and he's and he's intent on, calling her Stokes. Right. But we, like, learned, I think in this episode, I think she talks about her husband, who we've Mm -hmm. never heard about before, uh, the one who died, but he seemed like a very nice man. Yeah. uh, Until he died, and it sounds like maybe that's how she sort of unraveled a little bit, but she keeps that Dillard last name. Um, And she does not like being called Stokes. Stokes. Mm -hmm. And he's intent on it, because that's her family name, and that's who he has a gripe with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like the episode. It was not as good as episode three, but yeah,
1: the music was great though. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um. Apparently, the uh, looking at the guest list uh, for musicians, um, the names get bigger. Yeah. I don't oh know my if God! Really had... Please tell
1: me that Beyonce is going to be in location.
0: No, unfortunately, there's no Beyonce. But, <laughs> that will be amazing. <laughs> But like last season, I think there was maybe one name, uh, that I had heard of. Uh, but this season, there's a bunch of names that I have heard of, uh, that are performing, um, like Ghostface Killer, who I think was part of the Wu-Tang Clan, Hmm. I think. And the showrunner talked about his, um, his, uh, adoration for Wu-Tang, in fact, he calls Luke Cage the Wu Tangification of Marvel. <laughs> um, but there's uh, Faith Evans and Jadakiss and KRS-One. Uh, there's a, there's a. Most of these feel like mostly '90s, mm-hmm. like R&B and hip hop. But I mean, I grew up in the '90s, so I've at least I've heard of them. So <laughs> I mean, look, if this show continues to grow, we're gonna get Beyonce on this
1: show. Oh my god, that will be. That's amazing.
0: I, I mean, look, I don't know why Beyonce would go perform at Mariah's club.
1: Hey, I mean, but... she could be playing a character, right? Like she could be. Well, oh, she
0: could be. She might, yeah. she might not be playing Beyonce.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I mean, why wouldn't Beyonce just go to like Barclays Center or Madison Square Garden? <laughs> uh, why wouldn't she just go to a big arena? But no, she's playing, uh, she's playing at, Mariah, at Mariah's yeah. uh, nightclub instead. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Long story short, I liked the episode, but it was not as good as, uh, as episode three. Yeah. Um, I gave it a, I gave it a soft four.
1: Okay. I gave it a 3.5 actually. Okay. Yeah.
0: I think maybe, I, you know, maybe I was still on like the buzz from, <laughs> uh, from episode three. Maybe that, maybe that watching them back to back, maybe it warped. I did say a soft four. So I was wavering mm-hmm. between three and three quarters and four, but. I, I settled at uh I settled at four. Maybe it was just seeing maybe it was knowing that Misty's gonna get that metal arm. That's yes. what did it for me. Yes. Um all right, so before we close things out, a couple of questions um that uh I'd like to respond to in relation to this specific podcast. Uh because it does seem like the only shows we cover are the Marvel Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. And that is true. Those are the only shows we cover on here. Uh, we normally don't talk about the movies on here because we tend to save that as content for the main show mm-hmm. because that's where most of the movie talk happens. Uh, but there are a bunch of other Marvel shows that we don't watch or at least we don't watch to talk about on here. I think I've watched them all, but um, I could be wrong. We didn't we didn't do Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I think they were already like a season in yeah. when we started uh, adding uh podcast to the to the website and it felt weird to start a podcast about a show. I mean, it, I suppose it would have been possible to find somebody to be like let's go through season 1 together before season 2 starts, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I sort of just left it where it was. Although the show is actually a lot of fun. Uh having just watched um the the last season of it. Uh that was, uh, that, that show's a bunch of fun. Uh, after that, like we, d- you know what? That's actually what I said earlier was not entirely true. This show started with us talking about Agent Carter. Yes. Uh, that's where that's we started. True. And that show only got two seasons. And I think we only covered the first season. Yeah. yeah. And that show only, unfortunately, only got two seasons. Um, after that, though, it's mostly been the Netflix stuff. There is, um, a hulu show called runaways which is a really fun show with an interesting concept of a bunch of kids that find out their parents are villains and they bandy together and run away to try to stop their uh the scheme that their parents are working on uh it's actually pretty interesting uh and there is a show on freeform which you can also watch if you have hulu called Cloak and Dagger, which is in the middle of their first season right now. And that show is actually really good. I wouldn't have mind talking about that uh, on here because it's really fascinating. It's about two kids who are um, basically linked together uh, at a during a, a crisis moment where they happen to be at the same place at the same time. Uh, they're not related or friends in any way. Um, this is like the only time they met when they were kids, and they were a thing happened and they both ended up with superpowers but they're like more amplified when they're together hmm. uh that sort of thing and they sort of meet each other in their like senior high school uh year that sort of thing where they sort of rediscover their powers uh and stuff is happening around them uh that's an interesting show uh there was an inhuman mini series that was awful uh, I did not watch all of it. I only made it a couple of episodes in. I think it was like a six-episode miniseries or yeah, maybe eight. Yeah. I made it a couple in, and I tapped out. I it
1: didn't was... watch it because I heard awful things about it.
0: Well, it's all true, Aurora. You don't have to... <laughs> you No need to no need to go diving in on that one. It was not that good. Uh, But yeah, so... I have not really uh, – we haven't really talked about them on here because I don't know how – number one, we don't have it all the time in the world, and I don't mm-hmm. know how available some of these shows are to you. So mm-hmm. I just figured we'd just sort of leave them to the side. It seems like our plates are pretty full with all the Netflix content. Yeah.
1: And I mean also that all the Netflix shows are connected, right? So there's it's like a yes. continue – It's it's a whole story being told in all these shows. So it makes sense to cover them because it's like... Right. Yeah,
0: I mean, I will argue until the end of time, or at least until they tell us something different. These shows are at least connected to each other. But I hardly feel like they're very connected to the MCU. Mm -hmm. I know they're supposed to be. And I know they make way more... Look, there's way more references to the MCU in the Netflix shows than there are in Runaways for example, Mm. or in cloak and dagger, where I feel like there are no references. Mm -hmm. They say they take place in those in the same universe, but I've seen nothing to suggest that they do. Um, So yeah, Uh, this relates to the other question that somebody had brought up to me. And I think it's a genius question that I would love to hear somebody who works on these shows answer because they're supposedly tied into the MCU. When, when, I, I need to know when these shows take place in the timeline, because I feel like in a world post, uh, post captain America civil war, where there's the Sokovia Accords about superpowered people mm-hmm. having to be registered and shit. It seems like there's a lot of superpowered people running around these shows in front of the, po- like, especially Luke Cage, because <laughs> the police know about him. I mean, the Jessica Jones do to about him. Yeah. Yeah they have to be known, you know, how are they not being gone after to be like, you know, you need to sign these accords and you need to operate under our purview. Like, do all of these shows take place before civil war? Like in my head, they have to, because otherwise my brain will explode. Cause I have this <laughs> weird continuity brain disorder where I have to make it make sense in my head. Cause if it doesn't, my head will explode. And yeah, I, it's a it's a me problem for sure, but it, I'm, and I'm very angry at the person who raised this question because I had not thought about it.
1: No, I but thought I I'm think thinking about, about now. If it's like, if you think about these shows in terms of after Infinity Wars, which one of them disappeared?
0: Right. Actually, I wish I I wish I knew you were going to say this because <laughs> I think there's an interview with the guys who made Infinity War, the Russo brothers, and somebody had asked like hey we're going to list off some characters um and you know you uh you tell us who's alive and who's not mm. right uh <laughs> and they asked about um they asked about who survived and who died and they mentioned i, I think they mentioned a bunch of Netflix characters But also, you know, people like Korg from Ragnarok. Oh yeah, yeah, and um, you know all the all the various people's, you know, like Howard the Duck. (laughs) You know, stuff like that. Sif, Betty. (laughs) Howard the Duck
1: is gone for sure, right?
0: (laughs) Is he? I mean, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) There is a list. I'm now feverishly. I hate to think in
1: a world where. Awesome superheroes disappear and Howard the Duck is still around. Yes, <laughs>
0: that would be awful, right? Yes. Um. Let me see here. I think uh, maybe I can find the the list here. Uh, bu- 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 bu. This is great podcasting, by the way. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Uh, here's the list. Uh, Howard the Duck, status: He's safe. Oh my God! Joe Russo says he survived. Oh. Jane Jane Foster, status: Too spoilery. Oh! They said they couldn't say too spoilery. Hmm. Uh, actor Loki in Thor Ragnarok, played by Matt Damon. <laughs> status: He's dead. Uh Betty Ross, as played by Liv Tyler, Status Dead. Hmm. Uh Korg and Meek from Thor Ragnarok They said too spoilery but probably still alive. Okay. Um so Shuri, we didn't see her fate, Black Panther's sister. Mm-hmm. They said status is weirdly unknown. Huh. They said they're not even actually sure yet. Okay. Lady Sif. Status? Super dead. No! (laughs) Gone, said Joe Russo. Uh, Ned, Spider Man's friend. Too spoilery, they said. What? What is this? What's happening? Aunt May. (laughs) Aunt May is okay. (laughs) That's good. I mean, now she's alive to grieve Spider Man's death. It's horrible. Um, Nakia, uh Lupita Nyong'o's character from Black Panther, unknown, but probably safe. So hmm. yeah. Uh, when asked if she why she didn't appear in Infinity War, the Russo said she's on missions. Okay. <laughs> Deep undercover. Um. You know what? They this thing does not touch on the Netflixy characters. Hmm. I thought for sure they had answered whether some of these characters had lived or died or not. You know, what, Aurora, this is just gonna continue my theory that they're not very well connected. Yeah. Maybe someday we'll we'll find out. We'll have that we'll Defenders Avengers, yeah. <laughs> I mean look, we haven't seen that new Avengers movie yet. We have not seen Avengers 4 Mm-hmm. Maybe those guys will show up in it. Probably not. But maybe they will.
1: Yeah.
0: They're short staffed right now. I mean, look. Even though Iron Man is alive, he's stuck on an alien planet.
1: He is. Yes.
0: With, um, with not Gamora but Nebula.
1: Hmm.
0: So, yeah. Who knows? Um. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't know.
1: I just want to see. A, I... I just want to see Luke Cage and the Hulk be friends. That's all I want. Right. Yes.
0: <laughs> that would be great. Yes. Iron Fist sitting alone in a corner. Nobody wants to talk to him. (laughs) Even Jessica Jones, who's also a loner, is just like, eh, too annoyed. Yes. Too annoyed to go talk to him. Uh, All right, so that's the show for this week. Uh, Head on over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, uh, Stitcher, just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. and hit subscribe. Of course, if you want to talk about any of this stuff, uh, when we post the episodes on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Google+, if anybody still uses that. We might be one of, like, ten people on Earth still using it. <laughs> you can find us on all of those platforms at Cinema Geekly. So uh, that is it. We're going to come back next week, talk about Luke Cage Season 2, Episodes 5 and 6, called All Sold Out, and The Basement. Oh, oh,